0: You said that you've been trying to change how you talk to yourself. If you are trying to talk to yourself in a positive way and believe that good things are going to happen, how bad is that going to clash if you're hanging out with somebody who was always talking down to themselves or saying negative things or or just thinks the world is out to get them? Welcome to the Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating 9-to-5, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Abby, And I'm Kim. Welcome to this week's episode of the Digital Dreamer podcast, This week, we are going to talk about some small ways that you can level up your life at the beginning of this new year. We
0: are getting ready to go to PodFest this week, which starts on Thursday. It runs through the weekend. And I think that that is an example of our very first point here, which is trying to make it a goal to try something new each week.
1: Yeah, it's important to note that Trying something new each week doesn't have to be something so big necessarily as booking a flight and going to PodFest. It could be something small, like I'm going to try a new recipe each week, or I'm going to try a new workout, or I'm going to try a new coffee shop.
0: Or I'm going to try to have a better conversation with this person in my family that I have trouble talking to. It could be a lot of different areas of your life where you want to challenge yourself.
1: Another way I think you can level up your life is to start planning out your days the night before or even in the morning when you wake up. So you have a section with things you need to do and then things you want to do so that you are making sure you're working in time for yourself and things that you want to do each day.
0: And an example of that in my life would be I know I've been complaining to people that I have been skipping too many workouts and that's just not a good excuse. As we've talked about, I have this big kayak race that I'm going to do in August, and if I am skipping workouts, I am not going to be in any kind of shape to do that, because around here in Kansas, it's too cold as a novice to be throwing a kayak in the river or in the lake this time of year. So I have to be getting in quality workouts to work my core and my endurance this time of year. And so I I can't keep skipping those. So I have been planning out my days the night before. I look at my calendar and I see what meetings I have. I decide if I haven't already ahead of time, decide where my workout is going to go. And then I manage my day knowing that, oh, maybe I'm going to need to get up a little bit earlier so I can get this client project done so that I can go work out.
1: The next way to level up your life would be to find a podcast. It makes you feel good and become a regular listener. So this could be just a podcast that you like and is fun or something that's going to help you grow. I also think prioritizing reading books, whether that be self help books or books for fun. And then also remembering that
0: you can listen to podcasts and things for fun. Like Abby is a true crime junkie. And so listening for to a podcast for fun is completely acceptable too. But in this case, what we're talking about is finding something maybe first thing in the morning or at a time of day when you tend to feel really low energy, finding something to listen to that's going to fill you with positivity and be uplifting and feed your brain those positive thoughts.
1: Yeah, something that gets you in that good headspace and mindset to start your day off right. So if you
0: know that at two o'clock in the afternoon you're at work and you want to go raid the vending machine and you have low energy and your boss is annoying and all of these things, that might be a good time to figure out a way to take a little five-minute podcast break or find something uplifting to listen to, to get your mindset back on track so the day is easier to deal with.
1: Another thing that I think helps you level up your life is aiming to move your body every day. So that doesn't mean you have to get a full workout in. I would say aim for 10,000 steps, but it could even be something as simple as, you know, you work a desk job or whatever, so on your lunch break you're going to go walk up and down the stairs and and listen to that podcast that you like or you're going to walk laps around the circle office space or whatever that is for you.
0: And also remembering that if you're at 500 steps a day because you do have a desk job and you don't get up from your desk. You stay very focused. It might not be realistic. Leap all the way to 10,000 steps a day. So remembering to start where you are and incrementally, step by step, slowly start adding those week over week so that you are being consistent and not getting discouraged right off the
1: yeah, but this reminds me, have you seen those, it's all over TikTok, those little walking pads that people get when they, like they're basically like little portable treadmills. So people who work desk jobs like that, they'll get themselves a a standing desk or like a desk riser and then they get themselves the little walking pad so that they can be walking while they're working. I'm not sure I'm actually coordinated enough to be doing that, you know, like typing and walking, but yeah, I love that idea and they always look Like, they're having such a good time on TikTok.
0: I know. Now, saying that I don't think I could concentrate on my work while walking kind of seems silly. Like, oh, you can't walk
1: and talk at the same time, but I'm not sure I could concentrate. No, I seriously think I would have trouble, like, walking and typing at the same time. Because when you think about it, like, your fingers are moving much faster, probably, than your feet. And so it's almost like a, I don't know, maybe not. Kind of like rubbing your head and
0: patting your stomach at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Also related to that, just as far as moving your body, it's good for us to not sit at our desk constantly. It's actually even for somebody who is like, let's say, an avid runner and you make a point of getting up and you do your hour workout and you're running every day and then you go sit at your desk. That is supposed to still, even if you are somebody in shape. Sitting at your desk all day is really, really bad for your health. So set alarm clocks, set some kind of a trigger so you get up and walk around the office or walk out in the neighborhood. Find reasons to move your body throughout the day. Are you looking for gifts that express how you feel or a gift that makes somebody smile? Look no further than Expressions by Iris. Our Etsy store has something for everyone. From St. Patrick's Day to Mardi Gras, from teachers to nurses and theater families, there's something for everyone. And with our constantly growing selection, you can find the perfect item for any occasion. Show them how much you care with Expressions by Iris. Find us on Instagram and get the direct link in the show notes.
1: And then also, especially when you work a job that is not maybe something you love doing, pursuing creative outlets that inspire you and immersing yourself in a hobby or something, I think is really important.
0: Because if you are, especially if you are unhappy at your job, you need to do something to bring some joy in your life. You need to give yourself a challenge, something that's really gonna make your brain work in a different way, but something that's just fulfilling. So find that thing. So that you have another aspect of your life. Because just like we tell athletes that athletes, that's not their only identity as a football player or a gymnast or whatever your sport is. You're more than your sport. You're more than your job, too. And so you want to have other things that you find fulfilling and rewarding outside of work.
1: Like how we talked about in our last episode, actually, about lucky girl syndrome. If you haven't listened to that, go check that out. Really focusing on how you talk to yourself and choosing empowering language when you're speaking about yourself.
0: And I just, as in just maybe two hours ago, interviewed somebody. Her name is Terry Short for my other podcast, Power Up Your Performance. Fantastic expert on the words we choose. And she gave examples of different words and alternative words, finding ways to use more empowering language. She called it the podcast in our head, all that chatter that goes on. Think about that. You have your own little mini podcast, your own little voice that is rattling on in your head all day long. And do you want that voice to be tuned into a channel? Do you want to be tuned into a station, to a podcast that's always putting you down and dragging you down? So I recommend that you listen to that episode. It will be out next week, about a week from today. You could look for it and it'll be out. And she just was really had great ideas on how to start reprogramming those words that you use with yourself.
1: I love that. I can't wait to listen to it. It sounds very exciting. Yeah, I'm really loving lately just being more conscious of how I talk to myself. I feel like it's made a huge difference in my life. Like just being, That's more, good. That's being good. more conscious of how I'm speaking about myself. Okay, this one I love. Creating annual bucket list in addition to your life bucket list so at the beginning of each year and you can always add on to it you know as time goes on but at the beginning of each year like making a bucket list of things you want to do that year whether that be like i want to learn a new language or like i want to go to paris you know it can be whatever but that way you can find little things you want to do here and there and you can start planning your year out based on your bucket list
0: yeah i actually almost had the reverse realization the other day. We have been traveling and have had so many exciting plans. I realized at first I was bummed because I didn't have anything exciting planned for February, and then I said, "You know what? But I'm going to be home and I'm going to be able to focus on my workouts, and that is a priority because that kayak race is bucket list thing for me." And so also, just thinking about what do you have to do to make that bucket list thing happen and making time in your life for those things.
1: And when you're home, you get to snuggle your puppies. Oh, that's true. That's, that's true, really too. true, I have one sitting on my lap right now. When you want to level up your life, think about all of the areas of your life that you want to level up and make plans for each. So these areas of your life could be your appearance, your personal finances, your career or business your health or your fitness, your personal circumstances, for example, your house um, or the location where you live, your personal relationships, including your family, friends, your partner, and your hobbies and pastimes.
0: And I was thinking too about when you were talking about personal circumstances, we know so many people who will get on Facebook and talk about, my life sucks. My city sucks. I need to get out of here. Nothing ever happens here. It's so boring. I mean, laundry list of things that make these people's lives horrible. And I want to remind you, you have the power to change those things. Maybe you can't change your circumstances and your living situation in your job. Maybe you can't change those things immediately. But starting with, you do have the power to control your mindset how you think about things, and how you think determines your response. And so when you start working at that lower level, then you will begin to see changes take place in those other areas of your life.
1: So think about these areas in your life that you want to level up and write down some goals and hold monthly meetings with yourself to review your progress and correct the course you're on. Because it is so easy to get to the end of the year and be like, whoops, where where did all my goals and plans go?
0: Yeah, oh, I hated where I live. I hated my job. I wanted a new relationship. Okay, well, now the end of the year is here and nothing changed. Did you find new hobbies? Did you get out more? Did you change who you were hanging out with? If you aren't making any changes and interacting with different people, you're not going to change your circumstances or your job or your living situation.
1: And speaking of the people you're hanging out with, it's so important to find people who inspire you and make you a better person to be spending your time with. People often don't realize just how much the people they hang out with rub off on them and how making changes to who you're hanging out with can completely change your life, change your perspective on things, etc. Well, if you're
0: hanging out with somebody, going back to the example you used
1: before, who you you
0: said that you've been trying to change how you talk to yourself if you are trying to talk to yourself in a positive way and believe that good things are going to happen how bad is that going to clash if you're hanging out with somebody who was always talking down to themselves or saying negative things about or or just thinks the world is out to get them
1: and i think this concept also applies to social media making sure your social media feeds are filled with Content you actually want to be intaking rather than if you're constantly seeing content from someone that just makes you feel bad, there's the unfollow button. Like you can unfollow them.
0: I also did an interview that will be released on the same day as this podcast with a man who was in prison from the age of 18 to 27. And one of the things we talked about was that a high, high, high percentage of people when they're incarcerated and get out of prison, go back to prison. And one of the things we discussed was that there's a lot of things about your life that have to change. For one, your entire mindset has to change while you're in prison. But then when you get out, you can't go back to the same people and the same lifestyle because that is just a real-life example of the people that you hang out with are going to drag you down. If you're hanging out with people that want to deal drugs, you got to get away from them.
1: Well, it's kind of the same as, you know, when someone is an alcoholic and they go to rehab and then they come back and they realize, oh my gosh, I don't have any friends who I'm not just friends with because we drink alcohol together.
0: Like, that is the reason we're friends. Yeah. We party together. That's why we're friends.
1: So, I would say this is a good time to take a look at who your friends are and maybe take whether it's it's probably kind of maybe going to be hard for some people. But like, take a look at like why you're friends with people and see if you could actually with a reason. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And then also thinking about people who inspire you and make you a better person. Think about your family relationships. Do you have quality relationships with them? Do you have friends or family members that you should get to know on a deeper level instead of just these surface level conversations? That would be another great way to uplevel your life would be to make sure that you're having deeper connections and deeper conversations with the people that you do care about and do want in your life.
1: Well, and not just having deep conversations and connections with people in your life, but like also yourself oh, and yeah, making, yeah. making time for yourself. and you know, journaling. Because I feel like a lot of people don't really know themselves. Like, you know a lot of other people, but like, do you, it's so deep, oh my gosh. But like, <laughs> do you know yourself? So I've, I've been liking journaling recently because I'm like, oh, I've never thought about like this question before, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, just making time for yourself and practicing self-care. I feel like a lot of us do a lot of things for other people and then we forget to do stuff for ourselves and then it catches up with you.
0: Talking about the journaling, one thing that I like to do when I journal is to talk about the things I'm grateful for and trying to get beyond the I'm happy for my family and my friends and my dogs and my house and the fact that I have food in a car. Getting beyond the things that you would expect to be on a gratitude list and going deeper. Or taking I'm grateful for my daughter and Thinking, getting more emotional about that and getting specific about why am I grateful for her? What about her am I grateful for? Because when you get more emotional, you start to feel those things more and it just makes it more meaningful and will change your day after you've gone through that
1: exercise. This is one that I could get better at committing to a healthy sleep routine and getting a restful night of sleep. So, I know for me, I need to spend some time figuring out what I need to do for myself to make sure that I'm getting restful sleep. Whether that be I need to make a better nighttime routine or I need to like go to the doctor and figure out why I can't sleep, you know, whatever that is for you. Mm -hmm. Um, and
0: it could be like that you need to start a wind down routine way, way earlier than you do. I need just like,
1: I need to put my phone in the kitchen, like I'm in.
0: Middle yeah. school and I well, just got a brand new phone.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you yeah, you might need to treat yourself like you
0: would a elementary school age kid. Okay. We're going to go to bed pretty soon. Let's start our wind down routine. Let's go. Put- you,
1: let's go put the iPads in the kitchen to charge yeah. <laughs> because
0: you don't just throw your kid in bed and expect them to sleep.
1: Yeah, that's so true.
0: So you might need a better routine. You're like, I'm going to take my, my bath and I'm going to take care of my skin. I'm going to a lot time to read until I get tired. And stay off my screen because that's supposed to hurt your sleep. Anyway, there's so many things you can do, but sleeping is so, so, so important. I mean, sleeping is critical to everything. And then under the self-care category, there's a lot of little things that you can do also, like just remembering to make time for yourself and do something that brings you joy, practicing self-compassion by accepting and embracing all aspects of who you are, just not being so hard on yourself, but accepting who you are. Those are some other little things that you could do to up-level your life because when you are not constantly beating up on yourself, you're going to start feeling better about yourself and that just
1: translates to a better life. Definitely. And I want to say once again, if you have not listened to our episode on Lucky Girl Syndrome, I think that fits in really well with this episode too. So you should definitely go check that one out. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening.
0: Find ways to be kind to yourself this week. Give yourself permission to make mistakes. And understand that it's okay to not get everything right the first time.
1: Yes. And with that, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.
0: In these challenging economic times, many of us are feeling the strain and looking for ways to make more money. Whether you've lost your job, experienced reduced paychecks, or just want to get more out of life, I might have something that can help. I'm offering a free download that walks you through how to create your first digital product. Taking this step could be the start of something great, an opportunity to build something for yourself that can provide a supplemental income in these uncertain times. Don't miss out on this chance to take control of your future.